Hello, Podlers. Matt Dyson is currently out of the room, so uh, producer Mark, I'm going to bring you in here. We'll have a sweepstake. Uh, what do you think will be the first word Matt says as he walks through the door? Um, he will say, "Oh, sorry, have you uh, started?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> brilliant. So we'll just uh, let's wait it out um, because uh, Matt is uh, venturing into the new gents and ladies' toilets. Oh, here he comes. He's coming down the stairs. Yeah. He's got his big fat wallet out. I'll wave him in. Wave him in, producer Mark. Don't forget what producer Mark said. What's going on? What's going on? Oh. Oh. What's going on? I didn't technically set up, but you owe me a fiver. Enjoy the podcast. Hey. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourselves, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Good morning, welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, as I do every Thursday, I'm intrigued to know, are you in a good mood or a bad mood, and why, at 8.12.15. Good morning, team. Morning. Good morning. Good mood, bad mood, three, two, one. Good, good mood. Good mood. <gasps> oh. All in a good mood. Yeah, mm. that's the first time. That's, yeah, it is. yeah, the first time this year. And that's as we won't be here this time next week, we all finish on a good mood. Great. Yeah. Except I'm in a bad mood. Oh no, no, what's yeah, Sorry to ruin the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm in a bad mood because um, Sarah Jane woke me up uh, because I was snoring, which I don't do often, um, thankfully. Right. But when I do, she has no qualms in waking me up, even though yeah. I work ridiculous hours, and I start to kind of flip out a little bit because yeah. I'm one of those people <laughs> who acts out angrily when suddenly woken, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I start going, oh, why have you woken me up? I've got to get up, I've got to do the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never get back to sleep now. And I was going ranting on it. I was going, I'll never get back to sleep. I'll never, ever get back to sleep. And then I turned to Daniel Craig, and I went, I'm never going to get back to sleep now, Daniel. And then I realised I was asleep because Daniel Craig would not be in my bedroom wearing <laughs> ripped jeans. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I went was, straight off You like dreamt that. about Daniel Craig wearing... In ripped jeans, laying in, in a bedroom. Jeans. And I turned to him and said, Daniel, see, this happens all the time. She wakes me up wow. and I never get back to sleep. And then I was in enough conscious enough in my own dream to go, he's not really in the bedroom. You've fallen asleep again already. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Does that then wake you up again as soon as you realise... I can stay. I can stay deep well, down. Well done. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Thanks, good. Inception. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can stay there. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, let me start with you. Why are you in a good mood? Oh, because we're going to see the new Star Wars film. Today. We are. That yes. is great news, isn't it? I'm looking forward to it. Out in cinemas, it's our little kind of team Christmas bash. Mm. We're going to go see the new Star Wars. And movie. everyone in my house is ill, so I'm leaving the sickness behind to go to the cinema. So go and watch a clash of Jedi's and Sith. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Um, we'll find out why Emma and Glenn are in a good mood, and we'll have some of your texts at eight twelve fifteen coming next. The Dave Berry. Official podcast, Absolute Radio. Well then, Emma Jones, why are you in a good mood? I have multiple reasons this week. Oh. Obviously, I won the yearly team challenge. Mm -hmm. We fixed the air conditioning, Just, yeah. so it's warm in here now. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Um, but I think the main one, which I think as glasses wearers, which we all are, you'll appreciate, yeah. is that I went for an eye test this week, and for the first time in my life, my eyesight didn't get worse. Oh. So apparently that's it now. The optometrist said that, that you'll just level out and uh, you'll just you know, stay probably stay like that forever. You know the bad part of that news, though? I'll stop to become long-sighted? No, no. Well, yes, you will. It's about getting older. Mm. Oh, right. It stops. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, thought, I thought I'd regenerated like an yeah. X-Man or something. Yeah. yeah. When they told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tobey Maguire putting his glasses back on and now they're blurry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I started to try <laughs> and sling webs and she said, yeah. what are you doing? And I was just like jutting my wrists out and nothing was happening. <laughs> Um, but, oh, congratulations. Thank so, you very much. Wait, so you're downer on that. It, it means you're getting old. It means I'm getting old, yeah, right, but at least yeah, I don't yeah. have to keep buying new glasses every year. 
I remember yeah. an optician telling me when I was about 10, I'm not sure if this is true, but if you took your glasses off, if you just didn't wear glasses for like a whole year, that your eyesight would then become like 20, 20 This was again. my problem with it That's in the first place. So if, if we just blocked out just one year and we went, right, for one year, I can't <laughs> do anything. I agree. Like washing your hair, urban myth. If you don't wash your hair, it starts for to wash year, itself. It washes itself. No, but I think that is actually true. I think there's a natural oil that yeah, kicks but in. But no I don't think your retina starts to change, do they? As I said, I got told this when I was ten, <laughs> and I firmly stand by. I it. think there's something in it. You do? Yeah. Let's try it. Well, yeah, but it'd be hazardous, though, wouldn't it? It'd be a year of... Wouldn't survive a day. No, no, yeah. OK. Well, if anyone knows if that's true or not, please do get in touch, 8, 12, 15. Glenn, why are you in a good mood? Uh, same reason as Matt, that um, we're going to see Star Wars, but uh, because I do not remember anything from The Last Jedi, then the last sort of 24 hours have been me trying to fit in any possible moment I can to oh, rewatch. Right. The Last Jedi. Like, so, what, what recap? It, for it, exactly. Yeah. So, so what it means is, I'm able this morning to really enjoy The Last Jedi in the way it was supposed to be enjoyed, which is on my phone in five minute bursts every time we go to an ad break. <laughs> <laughs> I've got about oh, forty minutes left. Yeah. In, <laughs> um, it's got a great end to it. I remember that yeah. about the last movie and the new Star Wars film, The Rise of Skywalker, is in cinemas today. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. Morning, Dave. Aaron from Lincoln here. As someone who broke his glasses and couldn't afford a pair for a year and a half I can tell Glenn it's Codswallop <laughs> if anything my eyesight got worse from all the straining <laughs> thanks Aaron glad you're finally uh, you're 2020 my friend that's good news it's good news morning team I'm in a good mood because tomorrow is my last day at work before two weeks off for Christmas and then my first child is due, so I get a further two weeks oh, off oh, from Adam from Birmingham. Not sure those other two weeks are going to be off. If I had to... Yeah, that's very true, Adam. More yes, on, Good really. piece of dad advice yeah. there. Uh, download the dad pod from wherever you get your podcast from. Lots of wise words from various people, like Matt Dyson just gave you, uh, to help you into fatherhood and parenthood in general. Also, as well, if I was going to prioritise the text message you sent in, Adam, the two weeks off from work, yeah. followed by the first child, followed by the other two weeks... Maybe the first child thing needs to come for... Yeah. So excited. Yeah, open with that. Yeah, yeah. Open yeah. with that and yes. then talk about, as a result of that, I've got a month off. Yes. yes. I've got loads but of time off. Oh, and I'm having a child. <laughs> <laughs> Did I forget to mention baby on way? Good mood. Bacon and egg sarnies on the go and leftover Chinese food for lunch. Ooh. Doesn't get much better than that, Ooh, says lovely. Elias. <laughs> I'm in a good mood today, Dave, as I take my final commute to my current job for the very last time before making the move to Devon for a new life of walking, climbing and all things outdoors from Ben in Reading. Well done, Ben. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. JJ from Birmingham says surely next year we'll all have perfect vision as it's 2020. Oh. Very good. Yeah, isn't it really? That? Yeah. yeah, I think it's worth the applause. What do you think about it, kids? Oh, oh. slightly off key. Oh, no. Welcome to show business, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Dyson, <coughs> time yeah. to socially arm us all. Well, speaking of things not going down particularly well, we have uh, the list from Ofcom, the new annual list that I get very excited about, the top ten most complained about TV shows. Yay! So, we do the rundown <laughs> from ten. <laughs> OK, here Let's we go. Let's go for it. At 10, in her 15th year on the chart, the ever-present every year, Sky News with Kay Burley. Not sure what the incident was, take your pick, basically. At 9, the first appearance on the chart for Big Brother. Again, just in general, there's no specifics on this. Uh, The right stuff is at 8. 
that causes a lot of complaints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right's now left, of course, hasn't yes. he? Uh, but uh, Love Island is in at seven. Uh, complaints about aftercare, probably that seems to have been a problem this year. Uh, Channel 4 News is in at six, uh, probably being accused of bias on both sides of the political spectrum. I think they turned it into their advertising campaign, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they very yeah. shrewd move. Nice. The X Factor is at number five with 2,868 complaints. Wow. At four, it's just Sky News in general. Just Sky News. Just Sky News in general. <laughs> wow. At three, it was that mockumentary, UKIP, The First 100 Days. That got over 6,000 complaints. At two, it is Loose Women with just under 8,000. Just under 8,000. I'm not sure what happened. We live in a world where Loose Women gets more complaints than It was than an episode with... Kim... I, guess, I guess people are watching Loose Women maybe have more time to complain. Well, possibly, If you're watching yeah. TV like one in the afternoon, I maybe. Mean, uh, yeah. we, we live in a time when claiming is, a, is, is de rigueur, isn't it? And Kim Woodburn was on. She did an interview from Kim and Aggie. Yeah. That's what led to nearly 8,000 wow. complaints. I oh vaguely remember God. something about that show. Uh, but at number one... Uh, from the 30th of August to the 1st of September, over 25,000 complaints made to Ofcom about Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, that was when Roxanne Pallet had an argument with another housemate and she seemed to be being duplicitous. And, you know. Oh, that was this year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Channel 5. 25,000 complaints. Goodness me. Actually, no... <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's over the well, past year. Over the years. Yeah, we're yeah, getting into the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get bogged down into the details. OK, so that's your top ten most complained Lovely. about TV shows of the past 12 months or so. Uh, and now let's move on to a boy with a mouth described as being like an anaconda <laughs> unhinging its jaws to feast on a dead cow. Uh, this is the Guinness World Record holder, a new world record for a child in America uh, with, a, with the largest mouth gate in the world. Wow. We'll post out the video and the link to this guy because his mouth is something What can he to fit behold. in there then? 14 year old Isaac Johnson. Uh, it's, uh, his gape measures 9.34 centimetres, 3.67 inches, and he can fit a baseball, a <laughs> tennis ball, a water bottle into his mouth. All uh, at the same time. <laughs> all at the same time. It's one hell of a gape. An absolutely huge mouth that's quite rightly being celebrated this morning. Glenn, you know how you describe the stockings that you get for your parents at Christmas? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm actually... Oops! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. It's a a Uh, sideboard. That's what his neck looks like. Yeah, totally, yeah. So, yeah, have a look on our socials anyway. Um, So that's your social ammo action. It's viral, it's trending, it's gaining traction. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's 11 minutes past seven on your Thursday. Good morning. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I want to know what's the weirdest decoration you have on your tree and joining us right now on line one is tina good morning tina hello tina your text grabbed our attention immediately because it starts with the words a few years ago while my husband and i were out for the night our children please finish the sentence our children decorated our christmas tree with lots of little images of nicholas cage <laughs> so you, you came what? back from your night out and, and it was just the christmas tree was littered with images of nicholas cage oh, cage through the ages yes. yeah, so, it, so it was nicholas cage dressed in a banana skin Nicholas Cage's face hidden in a row of little hamsters. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing! Um, Wow! And then, (laughs) and at the top of the tree was a large cutout of Nicholas Cage's face, and he was our star. 
Do you? Oh, well, love you know, your kids. We, I love this too. Yeah. Wow. Are they a, are they big Nicholas Cage fans, or do they just like his face? Is it National Treasure based? What? No, I think I think they just knew that we quite liked some of his NAS films, and they thought, let's do it. Oh, so they brilliant. just placed him. <laughs> right. Okay. And who are you turning your attention to this year? Have the kids got any plans? Or are they going to stick with Cage? Yeah. No, this year they've turned it towards a Villa fan. Uh, they're Villa fans, but they turned it towards a Villa player. And this year our star is uh, Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish? <laughs> star on top of your tree. Well, that certainly fits the remit of weirdest decorations on your tree, yeah. doesn't it, Nicholas Cage and Jack Grealish? Uh, Tina, thank, thank you for tuning in and have yourself a lovely Christmas. And you all have a fantastic Christmas too, thanks. Will do. Cheers, Tina. Take care. That's amazing, isn't it? I love that. A little Nicholas Cage hiding in a row of hamsters' faces. (laughs) (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Martin the Blue Nose in Birmingham's got in touch. His text reads, Grealish is the star. I'm amazed the tree hasn't fallen over yet. (laughs) Oh, that's good. You like that, Matt? Nice. Good West Midlands football banter, that is. Loving it, loving it. Uh, what's the weirdest decoration on your tree? Uh, one tree here's got a little robot, a Shaun the Sheep atop of it, a Tato bauble and a Guinness yeah. bauble. So a little yeah. Irish theme going on there, which is nice. Uh, Sarah in Sheffield says she has a glittery sausage on her tree. <laughs> Read some satiric Pratchett, The Hogfather, you will understand where I'm coming oh, from. Um, Matt Dyson... What adorns your tree that's that's odd, unusual? Uh, well, I mean, most of it doesn't get on, but every year the girls bring back from school or nursery various sort of stuff made out of old bits of recycling. It's so much like sometimes they come out of school with like a, a nativity scene made out of like fruit punnets, lollipop sticks, and and old orange juice cartons. And sometimes they have a carrier bag to carry it all out in, carry it all home from the nursery or school. You just don't want that stuff in your house, do you, even no. as a loving parent? So, like, you put it on display for a bit, but it'll never make it on the tree. They, they, you've got to dispose of it carefully, though, after a few days. Give it a few days and then put it in the outside bin. If you put it in an inside bin, they can spot it. Well, who'd like to hear a story of woe at this festive time of year? Because that's exactly what happened. Daddy, happens. why is my nativity scene in the bin? <laughs> What's going on? Is that oh, Bess or Maggie? Know. That must be uh, some kind of mistake. Uh, I don't know how that happened. That must be the elf on a shelf. That damn damn. Always playing pranks. Get it out quick. Um, I've heard a rumour of someone uh, that their their mum allows five minutes on the fridge. That's what you get for (laughs) a picture. With a a picture. Yeah, so you put the picture up, you get five minutes and it gets taken back down again. That's the deal that she (laughs) struck. That's a harsh regime. I mean, my my mum and dad, they put pictures up that Alice and Penny have done their grandkids. And Alice can be, she's so scathing as an artist, particularly towards my dad. He's not come out, he's not come off well out of one of her drawings. Oh, really? (laughs) But he proudly displays them. There they have been for years. And Alice has turned into quite the artist. Better than the Italian guy that we touched on Mm. uh, not so long ago, who was obviously gaffer taping bananas to a wall. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that going to make it into the recycling (laughs) bin? I think (laughs) so, I think so. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of the great British Santa off. Of course, there's only one Santa, one Father Christmas, one big fella. But we can all do an impression of that person. We've all got it in us somewhere. And we want to find the best Santa impersonator in all the land. Ho, ho, ho! There you go. You can either do a Father Christmas or a Bondage Fairy. Everyone can do one of those. <laughs> Stop talking about Bondage <laughs> Fairies. Um, so, our first Santa through to tomorrow's final was Guy, who was billed our 60 Lambert and Butler a day Santa. Take it away. <laughs> 
rasping. Oh, that's good. Yeah. There's a touch of the asthma about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go one more time for us, Guy. Let's, let's have that again. It's <laughs> <laughs> 20 a day. If Santa vaped. So, Guy is through to tomorrow's final, and he's joined by Sean, also known as Santa at Gunpoint. Merry Christmas, everybody. David, would you like to come and sit on my knee? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is very good. <laughs> you can't keep up, you're going to get lightheaded. <laughs> Someone has said, be Santa at gunpoint now. <laughs> <laughs> Tied to the jet. <laughs> 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 Trying to rub the rope up and down against the radiator. <laughs> and finally, yesterday we met Mark, also known as not a granddad quite yet, Santa. David, Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, it's very good. <laughs> That's my nan, my wife and Santa, the three people on earth who call me David. Oh, yeah. Nice to meet the third and final one. And joining us right now, online one, hoping to go through to tomorrow's final, is Andy. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, David. How are we? Very well, thank you. Uh, great having you on the show. Uh, as we all know, there's only one Santa and he's busy at the moment, but you can do a great impression. Uh, how did you realise you could do this? How long have you been able to do it? Um, quite a while, but usually I just uh, make the kids cry because it's uh, quite booming, actually. <laughs> OK, well, well, hold it right there, hold it right there, because online too, we've got Stephen. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Excellent. So uh, how did your Santa impression come to fruition? Basically, I, I used to work at a pub and um, one Christmas party for the children. Uh, turned up for my shift and uh, the bloke was supposed to do Father Christmas was completely drunk at the bar and couldn't move. Again, there's only one Santa and he's he's in Lapland at the moment. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. He's not all, this yeah. guy. So you, you stood in for Santa who had one too many sherries. <laughs> yeah, one too many sherries and uh, so I, I stood in for Father Christmas on the day, yeah. Oh, well, Stephen, what a lovely thing for you to do. So we've got Andy and Stephen both vying for the final place in tomorrow's grand final. We're up for grabs to be a family entertainment pass, which means you'll get into over 50 attractions, the very best attractions in the UK, so you can have a 2020 full of amazing experiences with the family. And the Great British Santa Off continues next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. We are looking for the final person to go through to the grand final of the Great British Santa Off tomorrow morning and potentially win themselves an entertainment pass which will guarantee a 2020 full of amazing experiences for all the family. And, well, Andy, you're up first. Um, all right then, mate. You've said that this impression is quite booming and it has made children cry. <laughs> 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 OK, have you started? I'm so confused. Um, Andy, take it away. Give us your best Father Christmas. Ho, 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 
<laughs> Merry Christmas, Dave and uh, the team at Absolute Radio. Uh, I'm Father Christmas. <laughs> Positives are a name check for the station. Yeah, yeah. A bit creepy at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite like anyone who name checks himself at the end. I'm Glenn Moore. <laughs> Dave Barry totally agrees. <laughs> um, oh gosh, two good ones there, Andy and Stephen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What well, we fingers in the air? Yeah. One yeah. finger, two finger. Okay. Stephen, congratulations! You're through to the final. <laughs> Stephen. Thank you very much. That's a pleasure. <laughs> we will be speaking to you again tomorrow for the grand final. Andy, it was a charm having you on the show and having you on the Great British Santa Off. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. Do you have any of those things that need to be mentioned on air? Then do get in touch at 8, 12, 15. I'd like to start with a clarification. Mm-hmm. That there is an Italian word that is basta. And we have an Italian friend, Cinzia, and she came over the other day to see Evie, yeah. and she was feeding her, and um, Evie said, no, she's at that stage now where she can shake her head, go, no, I don't want this. No, so she yeah. went, no, no, no. And she went, basta, basta. And I said, well, did you say basta? She said, yes, it means no more. So I said, so effectively, I can say basta, pasta, and I'm speaking Italian. Oh, no, more pasta. Like, yeah. no more pasta. No more pasta, pasta. That is a sentence pasta. that you never need to use, though. No, oh, very, yeah. very true. You know? uh, but yeah, basta pasta. Oh, That's a lesson nice. in languages that I never thought I would wow, be delivering yeah. on air. But just to clarify, you can say that, and it's a proper Italiano. Yeah. Coming from the man who signs off every show over Reva Dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. a place to, to nice. share it. Uh, Matt, have you got an apology correction uh, or clarification? Yes, yeah, so I'd say sorry to a listener called Patsy T, who yesterday had the urine leakage song in her head <laughs> <laughs> after it led to my cool badge. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but it's still in my head every hour, every day the urine leakage song from the advert. I'd also like to clarify, I'm not trying to blag freebies from Tanner <laughs> from Tanner Man. Not from yet. Tanner Man, not yet anyway. No. I'm not quite in the masculine maximum absorption zone just yet, but it's just the jingle that I can't get out of my head. But he will be, and you'll hear about it here first. That's a promise. Urine leakage, no, urine no. leakage. Oh, no, Matt. So, so weird, I it. haven't... I, as I said yesterday during the Cool Badge section, I normally I'm concentrating on what, what we might touch on next or listening to the music. I hadn't taken it on board what it was all about. Basta with the urine leakage. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, apologies, corrections and clarifications. Emma Jones? Yes. Do you remember when I um, tweeted about a spelling mistake on a bus stop in uh, in central London a few weeks ago? Um, Well, TFL has corrected and clarified uh, that for me, and they've corrected the spelling, I noticed, when I went past on the bus the other day. So I'd like to apologise for calling them out on on national radio and on social media, but thank you for correcting it for me. This is great, the power that you wield, Emma. The power of the people, I know. know. Amazing. And what was the spelling mistake? What needed to change? It was... um, so. A few people got confused that I was complaining about the apostrophe because the bus stop is St Thomas's Hospital, mm. but they actually nailed the apostrophe and spelt hospital wrong. Uh, they spelt oh. it a hospital. Oh, yes, that's right. So does yeah. the apostrophe come after 
the S on Thomas is if it belongs to someone as before the S. Yes, it's just Thomas with an apostrophe at the end of the S. But now it spells hospital, which I'm very pleased about. I don't have to get angry on my commute home every day. Well, well done to you. Change the world, yeah. Yeah, nice. Glenn, an apology, correction, clarification? Yeah, I'd like to clarify uh, to the person I went to uh, dinner with last night who... It's nice to see you're not dining alone anymore. No, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, It was a a volleyball called Wilson. Um, (laughs) So, they arrived uh, half an hour late so uh, and and I, I didn't act indignant I was very polite but I was still quite sort of like you know thank you, thank you for arriving I just want to clarify to them I, I was 28 minutes late oh. I didn't I just didn't let that information out at any point nice yeah, yeah. So I feel like I, should, I feel, I feel guilty now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is apologies corrections clarification state if you need to make one Dave saves the decade Yes, not too long until we bid farewell to yet another decade and there are so many things that you wanted to get done. Maybe there's something that you just was so close to you grasping and then it slipped away the last moment. Maybe these things were beyond your control. If you feel I can help, email me right now. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Something I'm getting great pleasure out of doing. And joining us right now online one, we have Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dave. Joe, lovely having you on the show. First of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Um, and we received your email, and you're hoping that we can help save the decade of your husband, Darren. It is, yes, yes, please. So, Darren is a serving member of the armed forces and is based on HMS Northumberland. He has been in the Royal okay. Navy since 1986. He has, yes. Yeah, a long time. A long time. And obviously, <laughs> over that period of time, I imagine being in the armed forces can kind of get in the way of being at key family moments. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. We The, the family sort of, like, tends to sort of, like, have to function whilst he's not around. So, uh, yeah. So he's missed weddings, milestone birthdays, exam weddings, results. Bir- he, yeah. He nearly yeah. missed the birth so, yeah. of your two sons, Joe. Is that right? He did. He did, yes. Yeah. So the boys sort of like, he was up on courses for my eldest son. Um, so he sort of like had to try and get time off to come back um, for the birth of him. And uh, he was stationed on a ship uh, for the birth of our second son and happened to be duty the day that I went into labour. So again, we had to try and get some sort of cover for him um, in order to get back in time for the for, for the birth. But um, fortunately, he did make it back on both occasions. So that was... Well, well I'm pleased to hear that. Nice. And these are, of course, the trials and tribulations of all of the brave men and women who, who serve in our armed forces. Uh, but the one Absolutely. that you've got in contact with most specifically is your son, whose name is Lewis, has uh, graduated right. from university. He did, yes. He graduated in November. Oh, well, congratulations um, to him. This is, this is wonderful news. What did he graduate in? Uh, TV production. TV production. Oh, uh, and, of yeah, course, um, yeah. one, of the, one of the key things about graduating is that there is an embarrassing photo on your mum and dad's mantelpiece for the rest of time where you're holding a little scroll. That's, right. That's it, yes, yeah. And we... <laughs> absolutely, yeah. All part and parcel of the, um, part and parcel of the graduation, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, and this is the reason you contacted us, Darren was unable to be there to see his son graduate and to have be part of that photo. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So he was he was away at the time. So um, he was on deployment and uh, he was unable to get back, um, which was a bit of a shame. So yeah. well, it's a real yeah, it's a it real was- shame. It is a real shame, yeah, and it it was it was particularly hard for both him and Lewis 
So, um, yeah, especially if it was quite an important time for him. So, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. It was the one time that we were going to all be together and... Um, you know, naval life got in the way. But, uh, okay, Joe. Well, there's yeah. obviously there's there's two options here as I attempt to save your decade. Either we make Lewis do his degree again, <laughs> <laughs> and we try and book Darren in for three years from now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can afford to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm only kidding. That's not really an option. What we're going to do is we're going to recreate the photograph. That's what we're going to do. Oh, yes. We're going to make Brilliant. it work. Oh, thank you ever so much. We're going to make you. it thank work. You. With the help of our listeners. So, uh, the first question is, uh, well, I, I know the answer to this, but just to tell everybody, when are you all going to be together for Christmas? When is Darren coming right. home? When's Lewis around? And um, Yeah, so we've got, a, we've got a younger son as well, Jacob, who is away at college up in Glasgow at the moment. So, we're actually all going to be back together on Monday. Um, so, my husband would have finished um, for the Christmas holidays. My youngest son would have finished for the Christmas holidays. Although Lewis and I are both still working and Lewis has got um, got an interview on that day. That is sort of like, well, actually Jacob comes home on Saturday, the early hours of Saturday morning. Um, so we'll be together again from Saturday onwards. OK, right. so busy time. Well, right, yeah. it is a busy time for everyone at this yeah. time of year, it seems. It, so we're aiming is, for yeah, Monday yeah. morning. What we need is Joe resides in the Plymouth area. We need you professional photographers, the ones with all the kit and caboodle. And, of course, we also need to get our hands on the gown and mortar again. Yes. If you can help us with those, yeah. it's for Bournemouth University. 81215 is the number. Joe, leave this with us. We are going to recreate that photo. Right. We are going to save Darren's decade. Oh, you're an absolute star. Thank you ever so much. That will absolutely mean the world to us. That really would. Joe, it means the world to us having you on the show. We will stay in touch. We will get this done for Monday, I promise you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 17 minutes past nine on your Thursday morning. Well, it's time to talk all things Whamageddon. If you're just joining us and you don't know what Whamageddon is... You've lived a privileged December. Because <laughs> the object of the challenge is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Christmas classic last Christmas. The challenge started on the 1st and finishes at midnight on the 24th. Only the original version applies. The moment you hear the song and recognise it, you lose. Any attempts to deliberately Wham someone, they're frowned upon. It doesn't count. Let's just make that perfectly clear. And you're starting to drop like flies. Amanda says her husband uses a radio alarm clock. She'd been wham before she was fully aware of what's going on at 4.30am. Hashtag Whamageddon. What a way to wake up. I mean, I told a story at the very beginning of the show at 6am about being woken up by my wife because I was yeah. having a very rare snoring episode. Yeah, very rare. But, yeah. you know, I was already grouchy enough just getting yeah. woken up for that reason, let alone getting whammed at the same time. Who wants to be whammed by their own partner in their own bed? Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Just swore out loud whilst decorating Christmas biscuits with friends. <laughs> <laughs> These are some of the texts and tweets we get. I made it 18 days into hashtag Whamageddon, says Maddie. It's the 19th of December and I'm still to hear Wham's Christmas classic last Christmas. I've not even heard a cover or a remix. Whoa. Great. David says did. I am both smugged and so stressed out <laughs> in equal measure. <laughs> Yesterday, cinema... In line for ticket, 9, 10 p.m., the horror, Eric. Dear, dear, dear. What you got over there, Matt? 
There's so many coming in. One, just, someone's just texted just three minutes ago, just been whammed by Lorraine Kelly. I got the whammed by Lorraine Kelly. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, her? yeah. This was the TV version of Lorraine oh, Kelly. Yeah. You know that part she plays. Mike in Kingston got whammed last night in a fish and chip shop. Oh. Nugwin73 on Twitter. Nugwin, was, no. Yeah, yeah. No, not Nugwin. Nugwin. He's gone, I'm afraid. Not the Nugavator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the Nugman General. Yeah, yeah. Oh, He's gone. He's no. Gone. I know, Nugs I know. and kisses and yeah. best, best thoughts to your family. Yeah, he was He was done by the man servicing his forklift truck at work. Don't do Nugs. No, I mean, what? And Tom Porter as well. Uh, 106, Wednesday afternoon, 18th of December, oh. whammed by a painter and decorator oh. on his lunch break. Oh, oh, no. It's all so tragic. Mm. If you get whammed, let us know. 8, 12, 15. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. I've got a little video explaining all the rules on my Instagram page, Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta. Go check it out. You can also comment there as well. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Time to bid you farewell for another morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in, everybody. Particularly a big thanks to those of you who get in touch with the show. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, and proof, well, the proof's in the pudding, and the pudding is a daily podcast available from wherever you get your podcasts from. We would encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review and today it shall be named one of the four following things the face of Nicolas Cage amongst a row of hamsters (laughs) (laughs) basta pasta (laughs) Anne there's no need to swear at the man or nugs and kisses (laughs) a late entry from Glenn which I quite like nugs and kisses what do we reckon uh, I quite like Cage's face. Yeah, and I like, yeah, I like Cage. that. Yeah. 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 yeah, Okay, the podcast you're looking for is called The Face of Nicolas Cage Amongst a Row of Hamsters. Thank you ever so much again for tuning in. And know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.